Praise the Lord and welcome to the Men of Valor podcast. This podcast is for you, every young man that's trying to live for Jesus in the 21st century. Join us every week as we have guest speakers discuss topics that will help you effectively serve God and accomplish His purpose in your life. I'm your host, Henry Flores, and I'm so excited for today's Bible study coming from my good friend Isaiah Torres. Isaiah Torres is from the Houston area. He serves at his church with his father, who's the pastor. He's a PK, which is pretty cool. And you guys, you know what's also pretty cool? He has his own podcast. It's called Intentional Talk. And honestly, once y'all finish listening to him bring the fire here, y'all should definitely go and listen to his podcast. I'm going to put the link in the description so you guys can check it out. Follow him on Instagram and whatnot. What a great guy. What a powerful, anointed man of the Lord. And I'm so excited for you guys to listen to today's Bible study coming from him. So let's jump right into today's episode. Bro, I don't want to take more more of you guys' time. Um, first, I guess we'll wait. Well, if anyone else hops in, that's fine. If not, we'll publish it on the podcast and get a few hundred listeners. It's fine. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. So, um, I want to say thank you, Brother Isaiah. Thank you, Brother Adam, for hopping in as well, Clint, for y'all's time. And Brother Isaiah, thank you so much for your willingness and for letting, you know, for letting God use you in this way. And uh, I give you honor for that. Great honor. Uh, I love you, man. I trust you. And I'm the floor is yours, bro. Take your time. There's freedom. There's liberty. Do your thing, bro. Amen. Amen. I want to appreciate, I want to thank brother Henry. I appreciate his, uh, his voice in my life. Uh, Consider my friend, uh, brother Bacon, brother Adam, um, and everyone else that's listening. I hope you guys are blessed. Um, I am honored to be here. Uh, I don't consider myself, uh, anybody consider myself a nobody. Uh, I just, uh, try to live uh, for the Lord, uh, unashamed and try to do my best. And I feel like that's all we can do. And, uh, again, I'm thankful for brother Henry and his vision for this podcast. I uh, appreciate his friendship, appreciate his, uh, his willingness to start this. And I know all the time and the effort, bro can get kind of tedious, the promotion and all of that. I get it, man. I get it. And I want to tell you, I support you. We support you. And we're thankful that you're doing uh, this for us because uh, it's, for, it's for the body, man. And I know many people will be blessed uh, by this uh, meeting, by this podcast and everything that you're doing for the kingdom. Keep going, bro. Uh, we support you. I encourage you. Keep going. We need men of God like you. We need men of God like you in this last hour. So uh, I love you, man. Uh, but uh, I just want to say thank you for giving me the floor or allowing me to speak to you guys tonight. Um, I do believe I've, I've heard from the, Lord, uh, from, from the Lord, and I do believe I heard his voice. Uh, and I think I have something uh, for you guys. And uh, again, I'm not a preacher, but if I get a little excited, if I get a little passionate, just bear with me. You know, uh, I just want to say uh, I love the word of God. I love it. Um, Lord I love Dios. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I love the word of God, man. I eat, sleep, and breathe the word of God. And I, I, I cherish it. 
I cherish it and I, uh, I, I just love getting immersed in it. And there's so much it, it has to offer for us. But um, if you could open up your Bibles, if you have it with you in uh, the book of Matthew, chapter three, verse one. Uh, and what, I'm, what I want to speak to you guys about, it's not something very revelatory. It's not something that'll blow your mind. None of that. But I do believe it can be a blessing to you. Uh, but if you can open up your Bibles to uh, the book of Matthew, chapter three, verse one, and I'll go ahead and read it. And it says, in those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, repent ye for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Esaias, saying, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. And the same John had his raiment of camel's hair and the leathern girdle about his loins, and his meat was locusts and wild honey. Then went out to him Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region round about Jordan. And I want to speak to you guys about uh, from this topic, topic uh, uh, crazy or called. Um, the world calls us crazy, uh, but I call us called. I, I think that we are called. We are young men of God that understand the work that, of the Lord and the work uh, that is at hand in front of us. Uh, so uh, before I begin, I just want to uh, pray. If you would bow your heads with me, you can unmute uh, if that's okay. Uh, but I want to pray. I, I, I feel the Holy Ghost. I believe God wants to do something tonight. And I want, I want God to just have liberty wherever we are. Uh, we're all scattered, but we are all in one mind. And when we are in one mind, anything is possible for the Lord. Uh, so right there where you're at, why don't you bow your head? You can unmute yourself and pray with me. Jesus, we come before you right now. Jesus, God, Thank you, God, for allowing us to gather here. Lord, I pray that you anoint my brother. In one mind and in speak one accord. Him today, Lord God, God, we want your word to speak to us tonight, Father. Yes. Jesus, God, we are expecting, I, God. We are expecting, Lord, for you to the Holy tonight. Ghost, Lord, Even though we are in our homes, God, Father, we are scattered. Lord, we expect you, Jesus. We expect you, God, to move where we are, Lord. No matter what what's happened throughout the week, no matter what's happened, God, yesterday, and no matter what's coming, God, in this moment, God, we want your presence, God, to bring strength in this moment. We want a touch from you, God, we are expecting, God, a move in Jesus' name, God, hear you, we pray, amen, amen, in this topic, crazy or call, I came up with this, or I guess that, 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 that little phrase uh, when I was in high school. Um, when I was in high school, um, me being a Pentecostal young man, uh, I was on the basketball team. Uh, while the guys got to wear muscle shirts during the games, I wore a short sleeve under it. And the guys got to wear shorts. I wore uh, sweats during practice and during games. And they would say, bro, you are crazy. Uh, you are completely insane for running in sweats and wearing uh, long sleeve and short sleeve shirts, bro. Why don't you dress like us? Why? Why you're you're, you're crazy for doing that? And you know, in in when in, in that stage that I was in of life, I really took it to heart because I really did think I was crazy. Uh, and I remember, I'll never forget it. Brother Landon Gore came to preach at a youth service uh, at our church and. Uh, he started talking about the call of God and the anointing and holiness. And he just went there, man. 
he started drilling us with the message of holiness and it convicted me. Uh, and I no longer thought of myself as crazy, but I thought of myself as called. And I think a lot of us young men, we find ourselves dealing with that, I guess, uh, question. Am I, what I'm doing, am I crazy for doing it? Because according to the world, we should be uh, going, uh, uh, you know, after the American dream. Uh, we should be trying to get that car. We should be trying to get that house that we should be trying to get women. We should be trying to get ladies and we should be trying to, you know, make money or get the greatest idea and the next startup or the next, uh, be the next entrepreneur. That's what we're, what we're supposed to do according to, you know, the world. And us as young men of God, uh, when we have that encounter, that God encounter, which I know each and every one of you have had, when you have that Paul experience where God just changes your life, everything is shifted. Everything is changed. You can't, you can't view your life the same anymore. And you begin to change your motives. You begin to change your outlook on life. It's no longer about money. It's no longer about, you know, girls. It's no longer about all of that stuff but it's about God. And people do not understand that. Uh, many people think that we are crazy for uh, you know, pursuing God. But I believe the scripture when it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you. So in our minds, because we have a revelation, we're not crazy. We understand that we are living life according to his will. Therefore the world is crazy. Their right. views are skewed. Their views, their desires, their wants Amen. are skewed. Amen. So right. I, I want to remind someone today that you are not crazy. You are called. If you're listening Come to on. this, you are not crazy. You are called. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Come you're on. Not crazy. When you feel, when you feel, when you're, when you're met with, with opposition, when people ask you, you know what, why, why, why aren't you, you know, coming with us? Why aren't you getting involved in the things that we're getting in? And I, I want your response. I want you to think about the next time they ask you that. I, I can't go with you because I'm called. We have to be straight up in this last hour. I can't, I can't watch what you watch because I'm called. I can't listen to what you listen to because I am called. And I'm telling you, I'm, I want to tell someone today that if you can make up in your mind that you are called, watch God open the doors. I've seen it right. Time again, put God first, put God first in everything that you do in your relationships, put God first in your job, put God first in your family, put God first. When you do that, all these things shall be added unto you. So you're not crazy. You're called. We understand that. I'm talking to, to called young men of God. This is what this podcast is for. This is what this meeting is for. It's for men of God that know that they are called. This is what it's for. This is a group of young men that understand that they can't live like everybody else. Right. So I'm going to give uh, a few disciplines, uh, a few tools, and I'm not going to take very long, uh, but uh, I want to give a few tools to uh, some, uh, some young men, to you, know, you guys, uh, that we can utilize. One of the greatest examples of a crazy man in the Bible is John the Baptist. Uh, we see him, and he is just a flamboyant, personality in the Bible and he just sticks out uh, but after doing a character studying and reading the word uh, some things popped out to me uh, you know we see that he was not your typical prophet he was not your typical man of God he, he didn't fit the bill 
uh, of the, the the prophets back in the day. He was kind of a nut in, in, in you know in slang terms. He he wasn't like everyone else, but yet he was tasked with one of the most important jobs in the Bible. He was there to prepare the way for Jesus Christ. So if God, knowing all, entrusted this man with one of the greatest, I guess, jobs in the Bible. Uh, what made him so special? What, what made him so different from everyone else? Well, we see uh, in Matthew, in the, in the text that we just read, that uh, it, give us, it gives us some insight in, in this character, in this personality, John the Baptist. And the first thing that pops out to me is what he wore was different. It says that he wore camel hair and he looked different. And this is not a coincidence. The, the, the fact that he is wearing camel hair is not a coincidence. We have to look back in the Old Testament, in the times of Elijah. Elijah himself wore animal hair and he girded his loins with leather, just as John the Baptist did. So it may seem crazy on the outside. It may seem very crazy to see this man with camel hair on him and wearing leather uh, around his waist. It may seem very crazy at first, but he was very intentional in what he was wearing. You see, when they saw him, they automatically understood who he was based off of what he was wearing because Elijah in the Old Testament wore the same thing. So I wanna, I wanna tell somebody today, your appearance, and I know, I, know, I don't wanna get into trouble, but your appearance matters. Right. You have to be intentional. You have to understand. John the Baptist understood that Elijah's ministry brought results. So I'm sure in his, in his, in his mind, he said, if I want a ministry that is effective, if I want a ministry that can touch the world, I need to emulate that man of God. So what I wear, the way I look, the way people perceive me matters. The way people perceive me needs to be intentional. What I wear needs to be intentional. I want to tell a young man, what the, the way people perceive you matters. Come on. Mm -hmm. and, and we, we look at men of God like Victor Jackson, powerful mm -hmm. man of God. He wears a suit every single day. If we want a, a ministry like Mark Brown, every time he preaches, he's wearing a black tie, a white shirt, and a black jacket with black slats, black shoes, and a black belt. Why? Yep. Because they are being intentional. I know it sounds crazy, but they are being intentional. And I'm not saying we got to wear a suit every single day, but if we want, if we want God to open the doors, we need to start acting like, like, like the calling that we have. Mm. Come on, somebody. Like, like Come the on. man of God that we want to be. We need to start yeah. acting like it. If we want a powerful ministry, we need to start acting and start portraying ourselves as men of God that can achieve it. Wow. Right. The Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Come Ghost. Come on right now. Come right. on. John the Baptist was intentional. Young man, if you want a powerful ministry, you need to be intentional. You need to worry about how people are perceiving you. Mm. You need to worry about how people are looking at your ministry. You want to touch somebody? You want to reach somebody? Uh, how are you talking? How, how, how are you carrying yourself? Are, are you full of love? Are you full of, of wisdom when you speak? Do you just blurt out stuff? Are you rude? Are you negative? All that needs to change if you want a powerful ministry. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Come yeah. on. Come on, bro. John the Baptist was intentional. 
it seemed crazy when I read it. Why is he wearing camel hair? Why, why is he? It, it wasn't by mistake. He understood. I am here on a mission. I am here for a Woo! reason. I am preparing the way for Jesus. I, I can't act like everybody else. I, I can't oh, look Lord. like everybody else. Yeah. I, I am here for a purpose. I, I need to take myself serious. If I want to go further, if I want to reach the lost, if I want to preach that conference, if I want to preach NYC, I can't act like everyone else. I can't be like everyone else. I can't look like everyone else. I can't talk like everyone else. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Man, come on, bro. Yeah, tell me more. Come on, somebody. John the Baptist was intentional. Mm. Second thing I see, what he ate was different. He was eating locusts and wild honey. While everybody else was at home eating their, their, their burgers and fries and their steaks, he was out there eating locusts and honey. He was intentional in what he was taking in. I'm going to get real for a minute. What are we watching, young man? What are you watching, young man? What are you putting in front of your eyes? What are you taking in? John the Baptist understood, I can't eat what everyone else eats. We as men of God cannot watch certain things. We need to put up roadblocks in what we take in. We need, right. we need to put up some walls and say, you know what? I'm not going to digest this. I'm not going to chew on this. I'm not going to chew on gossip. I'm not going to chew on pornography. I'm not going to chew on worldly music. I'm not going to chew on, Come on. on, on, on certain Come on. movies. I'm not going to chew on that. Why? Because I know I am called. I may look crazy to the world, but I am called. I know I can't, I can't, I can't, you know, uh, entertain certain things, but what I want to entertain is the spirit of God. And if yeah. I want the spirit of God right. to dwell where I am, I need to be careful what I look at. I need to be careful what I hear and what I, right. what I take in. John the Baptist understood. I cannot take in everything else that they are i have to watch what i eat so i i'm I, i'm gonna be yes, different Jesus. i'm gonna be different i'm gonna eat these yes, locusts Jesus. i'm gonna eat this honey i want to tell a young man if you are battling if you are battling with what you are watching what you are looking at what you are listening to i challenge you put your faith in god Dig your, put your nose in the word, surround yourself, just, just put it all away. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. I know it's tiring. And you're saying, God, it's really, really hard. We're all men. We all deal with lust. We all deal with these things. I'm being real. It's hard. It's difficult at times, but we have to understand you are not just anyone. You are not just another man. The fact that you're listening, you are not just another man, but but you are a man of God and you yeah. are called and you cannot take in what everyone else is taking in. We can't take in what everyone else is taking in. Right. We right. can't, we can't digest certain things. God had, God told Samson, you can't touch certain things. You can't, you can't do certain things. You can't. And it was all to protect his ministry. We have to understand. We have to put it all into context all of the things that we do, all of the things as men of God that we do, it needs to it needs to be to protect our ministry. It needs to be to protect our calling. 
that's valuable. We need to treat it like a treasure. We have to value this thing, young man. We have to value it. So we cannot look the same. We can't be perceived the same way. And we cannot take in what others are taking in. We can't eat certain things. We can't touch certain things. So we look at John the Baptist. He's here to prepare the way. And he looks different. And what he takes in is different. The next thing that I see is he was preaching in the wilderness. I'm going to pull it up real quick. But what it says is, in those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, repent ye for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now he could have gone to the city where everyone else was at. He could have, um, you know, gone in the streets and started street preaching. He could have gone to the synagogues where all, where all the priests were, where all the, the, the men of God were, the higher ups. He could have gone there, but he chose to go to the wilderness where no one was. That's crazy. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Come on, bro. Come on. Awesome. He chose to go to the wilderness. Mm. No one was there. Another, another translation says the wasteland. What's dwelling there? There's nothing there. there he, he, he was preaching to nothing. If you put it in, in perspective, he was in the wilderness, wilderness preaching to nothing. He's outside the city preaching to nothing. Now, he looks different. What he eats is different. And now he looks like a crazy man running out in the, in the middle of the woods preaching. What does that mean? This is a picture. Man of God, when you are alone, what are you doing? When no one is watching, what are you doing? Man of God, when, 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 when everything is closed off, when you're in your room, what are you doing? When all eyes are off, what are you doing? When, when, the, the, when, when, when we're alone and we're at work and no one is watching, no one is encouraging us, no one is pushing us, no one is challenging us to be better, what are we doing? I'll tell you what John the Baptist was doing. He was preaching. Ooh. He was preaching when no one was there. He was preaching in the wilderness. He was preaching to nobody. He understood that if he was going to do this thing, he needed to do it differently. He couldn't do it in the synagogues. He couldn't do it in the city. He said, I'm going to the wilderness. And I know, man of God, if you are in ministry, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of the, 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 the weight falls on the young men at the church. And, and it's tiring. It feels like no one is watching us. We're, we're, we're working and we're serving in different areas and we're serving in church and we're serving in music and we're serving on media and we're serving as ushers and we're serving and we're putting in everything. And it seems like no one is watching. It seems like, like, like no one appreciates what you're doing. It feels like, it feels like you're doing it all for nothing. You're in the wilderness. You're preaching your heart out. You're working your butt off. You're, you're trying, you're putting in everything and you're saying, God, when, when is my ministry going to open up? When, when, when am I going to be able, God, to, 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 to see, Lord, what you have for me? I'm out here working. I'm out here looking differently. Everything that I'm taking in is different, God. I'm walking the walk. I'm talking the talk. And I'm in this wilderness, God. And I, I don't feel anything. 
I don't feel anything. I'm out here doing your will. And I, no one's coming. No, nothing's happening. I'm in the wilderness, God. I'm preaching to myself. And we see something that's, that's, that just blows my mind. And it says, and saying, repeat ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is, for this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, which is Isaiah, saying the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Although he was in the wilderness, although no one was looking at him, although no one was supporting him, he was preparing the way for Christ. He may not have felt like it. He may not have realized it, but he was preparing the way for Christ. And I want to encourage somebody today. If you're listening to this, uh, my brother that's on here tonight, uh, if you feel like you're inadequate, if you feel like what you're doing doesn't matter, I'm here to tell you, keep going, keep going, keep working, keep trying. You're preparing the work of the Lord. You may not see it yet, but it's coming. You may not feel it yet, but it's coming. You may, you may not oh, know it yet, but it's coming. You. I'm here to encourage you in the Lord. Keep going, keep going. I know it's tiring. I know it's tiring dressing differently, looking differently. I know it's tiring eating, eating certain things that, that, that other people can't eat. I know it's tiring, but keep going, keep going. And then it says in the next verse, and the same John had his raiment of camel's hair and, and, and leathern girdle about of his loins and his meat was locusts and wild honey. Then went out to him Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region around about Jordan and were baptized of him in Jordan, confessing their sins. I'm telling someone tonight, I'm telling a young man tonight, I'm telling my brothers tonight, uh, it's not all for nothing. This life that we are living according to his word, it's not for nothing. People will be touched, uh, people will be changed, uh, but it depends on you uh, living the way you should be living. If you want a ministry to touch people, you have to do your part. If you want your ministry to affect people, we have to do our part. Who are we? Who are we to act like we can just live our life uh, business as usual, as if as if we're, we're we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna change for anybody and affect our ministry to to, to reach people? Mm. I'm sorry, my brother. It's not gonna cut it. If John the Baptist wasn't exempt, what makes us exempt? That's right. Come on. How much more us? There's something about a wilderness. You see, the next chapter, Jesus goes to the wilderness before he starts his ministry. And he's met by Satan there. There's something about the wilderness, my brother. There's something about being alone when no one else is watching. There's something about the wilderness. You see, the wilderness is what separates the men from the boys. It's, it, it, it's when you are alone, consecrating. Fasting when no one is watching, praying when no one is praying, reading the word when no one is watching. I want to share a testimony. The reason why I had Brother Adam come on here tonight, Brother Adam is a witness. When we, when we came back from COVID, we started our youth class. And when we started, there was probably about maybe five young people, Brother Adam, maybe five or six. There wasn't many. And here we are preaching our our hearts out, preaching our guts out to these young people, preaching 
everything. And, and we, would, we would fast, Brother Henry. We would fast. We would pray. We would, we would seek the face of God. And we would come on Wednesday nights. Five young people. It's tiring. It's so tiring. It, it feels like you're not making an impact. And, you're, and, you're, and, and, and we're yelling. And we, 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 we sought the face of God. We would have all-night prayer meetings. We would fast for days. We would read the word. God would give us messages that would just blow your mind. And we would come on Wednesdays and five young people were there. Brother Adam would preach a phenomenal message and there's five young people. The other committee members would preach a phenomenal message and there's five young people. And I begin to get bitter in my heart. I said, God, God, we're, we're we're giving you everything, God. We're doing everything, God. We're, we're, we're putting in the time. We're putting in the resources. We're consecrating, God. We're, we're expecting for you to move, God. But we're not seeing it, Lord. We're not seeing it right now. And hey, I remember we went to a, uh, an all-night prayer meeting, me and two other young men. We were there, and we were praying in that sanctuary. And we begin to cry. And we begin to intercede. And we begin to literally shake and, and cry. And, 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 you know, snot was coming out and, and we were just travailing for our young people and all of a sudden there began to, to, uh, to be a shift in, in, in the young people and, and it went from five young people to six young people and then the next week it was six young people to eight young people and it just started multiplying and multiplying right now we're averaging 30 young people on Wednesday night uh, I'm telling you I'm telling you it works uh, I know it's tiring when you're in the wilderness uh, I know it's tiring when you're putting in the work and the effort uh, and it feels like it's not working and it feels like you're preaching to yourself uh, but I'm telling you keep going keep going keep going Keep going. It works. Amen. This life works. This word of God works. God right. does not fail. Keep going. Keep going. John the Baptist prepared the way for Christ. He prepared the way for the Messiah. And he looked crazy. He looked crazy, but he understood his mission. He understood why he was there. He understood what he was called to do. And he didn't waver from it. He didn't, he, he didn't stop preaching in the wilderness. And they came to him. Those people came to him to be baptized. They said, this guy has something to say. Let's go hear what he has to say. Let, let, let's go see what all the, the, the ruckus is about. Let, let's go see this crazy guy that's walking around in the wilderness yelling and preaching to himself, repent. Let's go see what this, what this man of God has to say. I'm telling you, man of God, if you don't take your calling serious, no one else will. Come on. We got to take our calling serious. Yes, we'll make mistakes. I've made mistakes. I'm sure, I'm sure everybody in, in, on this Zoom call, I'm sure everyone that's listening to this has made mistakes. Yes, we've made mistakes, but we got to keep going. We got to keep going. We got to keep working. We got to keep looking different. We got to keep taking in things that are different. We got to keep being consecrated. We got to keep fasting. We got to keep reading. We got to keep praying. We got to take our calling serious if we want others to take our calling serious and watch God open the doors to reach the world. Watch God, watch God and he'll open the door. I saw a post 
on, uh, I think it was Instagram, someone posted it and it said, uh, how funny it is that people will be known on earth, but unknown in heaven. And likewise, there will be people that will be known in heaven, but unknown on earth. Hey, I, I may not preach general conference. I may not preach NAYC. I may not preach Texas Youth Conference. I may not preach the biggest conferences, but I want to be known in heaven. Oh, I feel right. the Holy Ghost. I want to be known in heaven. I want to be known by my Savior. I want to be known by my Christ. I want him to know me. I want, wow. him to, I want him to see me. I don't care if I don't get the recognition. John didn't get the recognition. He was in prison while Jesus was, was working in, in, in his ministry. John didn't see it. John was in prison while Jesus was out there doing miracles, signs, and wonders. John was in prison and he was killed for it. He wasn't known, but he prepared the way for Christ. I don't want them to see me. I want them to see Jesus. I don't care if they don't know Isaiah Torres. I don't care if they don't know me. I don't care if they if they ever see my ministry, but I want them to see Jesus. I want them to see God. I want them to see a revelation of oneness. I want them to see the Holy Spirit move in service. I want them to see that. Even if I'm unknown on this earth, even, even if they don't know my name, I, I want them to know Jesus. I want them to know Jesus. Amen. Oh, Hallelujah. I, I want right now, if you could unmute yourself right now and begin to pray out loud. Come on, if you... God sees you. God understands. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep running the race. I know it's tiring. You feel like you're going to the power. And you know this journey is hard. And you feel intimidated. Keep going. Keep going. John the Baptist didn't stop. He kept preaching in the wilderness. Keep going. Keep going. We got to discipline ourselves, young men. My pastor, Pastor Alfred Torres, he pastors in Houston, Texas. I give honor to him. He, 
he tells every young man of God that aspires ministry in our church, you need to work on discipline. In this day and age, I feel it. I feel it so strongly. There's young men that are compromising. There's young men that are throwing in the towel simply because they cannot develop disciplines. John the Baptist was disciplined. You think it's easy eating locusts and honey? You think it's easy dressing a certain way? You think it's easy not looking like everyone else? You think it's easy living that life in the wilderness? You think it's easy? No, it took discipline. It takes discipline. If we want to make it through this life, we need to have, we need to have a prayer life. We need to have a devotional. We, we need to have a daily devotional. We, we, we need to have a time of prayer. We, we need these things if we're going to make it in this life. We need this, these things. Young men, they, 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 they feel in these days that they can't be told or corrected by anybody. We need a man of God. We need a pastor. We need the word of God. We need disciplines. John the Baptist was humble. He didn't make it about himself. He made it about the Savior. Young man, it's not about you. Stay humble. Be disciplined. Your calling is too valuable to compromise. The people that you could reach, the people that you could win to the Lord through your ministry, it matters. It matters, young man. It matters. Your circle of influence, only you can reach them. Your ministry matters. Take it serious. Cultivate it. Protect it. Love it. It matters. Thank you, Brother Henry. I'm done. I'm done. Man, what I feel in the spirit, why don't we just continue to, 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 to pray in the spirit right now? Why don't we continue to let the Holy Ghost just flow? Man, thank you, bro, for that word. But let's just continue to, 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 to reach. To, to, we've only scratched the surface tonight. I believe God is about to do something supernatural tonight in each and every single one of our lives. Yes. Though they might think we're crazy, we're called, yes. we're chosen, we're elected, we're appointed. And I feel the Holy Ghost right now. We got to commit again. We got to recommit. We need to go to that altar and plant our faces. And say, Jesus, I don't care if they think I'm crazy. Yes. As long as you know that I'm called, that's all yes. that matters. I wonder if I could get some young men right now who will join me and yes. recommit right now in the Holy oh, Ghost. Jesus. And say, I'm not going to compromise. I'm not going to get comfortable. I'm done being casual about my calling. I'm going to get a hold of God. And yes. I'm going to impact this world. God, we recommit tonight. We're putting down the pride. We're putting down the distraction. We're putting down the lust, God, and we're getting a hold of your spirit. We're getting a hold of your word. Move it. 
Isaiah, you're going to make a greater impact than you ever will know, bro. Man. Thank you so much for ministering to us, man. I know that's a word from God because that, that word was for me, man. That word was for me, bro. And I thank you so much. Thank you so much for being sensitive to God's spirit. Thank you for being spirit-led and spirit-driven. Thank you for consecrating and thank you for encouraging us, letting us know that our prayers, our fastings, our devotions, our consecration, God doesn't throw out the window and they're not taken for granted, but they will make an impact. Thank you for setting the example. Thank you so much, bro. You mean a lot to me, man. You mean a lot to all of us. We're forever thankful and indebted with you, man. We love you, bro. And I'm not even going to add anything to that sermon. That was just powerful. That was a word from God. And to the word of God, you can't add or take away. That was just perfect, spot on. Man. I give you honor, man. Thank you so much. I'm not going to say anything. I don't know if anyone else wants to add. Wants to wants to say anything, y'all can feel free. But for me, I'm I'm just so thankful right now. Love you, brother. Thankful, thankful for your ministry, what you're doing. Keep going. I know it's hard. I know the podcast. You know, God sees it. God sees what you're doing. Keep going, bro. Keep going. Keep going. We need we need men of God that are doing the things that you're doing. Not enough of them are doing it the right way. Not enough of them are taking it as serious as you are. Keep going, bro. We need we need your voice in this last hour, bro. I believe in you. We all believe in you. We believe in what God can do through you. So I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see where God's going to take you as well. Amen. And I receive that word. And likewise, bro, I'm excited to see what God is going to do through you, where he's going to take you, man. Man, it's going to be powerful. Yeah, if anyone else wants to say something. I think you hit the nail on the head, man. I feel like sometimes we go through the wilderness and we don't see the results that we want to see or be in the places that we want to be because God is developing more of our character rather than rather than our ministry because our ministry um, is going to sit upon our character. Our character is... You know, if we don't have character or ministry, it's going to be irrelevant. You know, um, I know I've been frustrated. I'm frustrated right now, man. Um, I'll admit I'm, I'm, I'm a little upset with God just because um, 
I am tired. I was, uh, I mean, everything you said, I, I spoke about with God over these past couple of days, even today, I'm like, God, I'm just tired. I'm tired of doing the same old, same old, not, not seeing those, the results I want, not having the doors I want open or the people I want saved. And man, it's even right now, I'm just, I'm just, I just got to hold on to this word, man. Just, just really encouraging myself. And I think that's what we got to do. Um, we just got to keep pressing forward, man. Because at the end of the day, you know, you're right. You know, and I, I know this is for me, you know, I got to, you know, we look at ourselves too much and we forget that it's not, it's not about us. It is about God. Exactly. Like you said, you know, this is for his kingdom. You know, we're, we're just there to deliver the mail. We're, we're not there to, you know, see if they're going to open it or not, or if it's going to affect their life or not. We're just there to do what we're called to do. If we can please God, that's the best thing we could ever do. Regardless if we see anybody saved, regardless if we preach on any conference, regardless if we do any miracles, we can just please God. So that's, that's just a reminder of me, what's been going on in, in my heart right now. So I appreciate I appreciate everything, man. Thank you so much for that word. Oh, I mean, I encourage you to keep going. We forget that Jesus shares in our suffering. I forget. We all forget sometimes that, you know, we, we feel as if God doesn't see us. But Jesus made a journey to John miles away to be baptized by him. Jesus saw what John was doing. Even Jesus knew, you know, he wasn't there. He, he, he was complete, somewhere completely, you know, different. But he, knew, he understood what John was doing. The Lord understands the work that you're doing, bro. The, the, the Lord sees it. Keep going. Keep going. It, 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 what, what good is it to stop? You know, like, like how many people will not be saved if you stop? You know, it's all God. We, we believe God is, is the, the center, yes. But God using you as a tool, how, how, how many people can he use through you? And we forget that. So you, you may be the only picture of Jesus that they'll ever see. And we have to, we have to take this, this, this calling, this, this, this burden, like, like Brother Henry said, it's a burden. And, and we, we got to take it serious. I encourage you, keep going. The Lord sees you, my brother. The Lord sees you. Thank you for sharing, bro. I'm speechless, man. That was just, that was the word for me, man. Don't take it lightly. And I felt, you know, can you guys hear me good? My AirPod died. I feel like a lot of people compromise, especially in this hour. I was talking to Clint the other day. I was like, yo, Clint, there's so many young men, young ladies backsliding. And he told me, he's like, there's a great falling away. And when I look up that scripture, bro, bro, I'm telling you, I felt a fear of God, bro, and a burden for these people. And I'm telling you, man, everyone's called to ministry in a different way, shape, or form. And I want to encourage y'all to answer the call of God. You're going to look crazy, but you're just know that you're called. I love how Isaiah, Isaiah did that there. That was awesome, bro. That, that was just, that's like the perfect example of how society looks at us. Hey, don't compromise the aisle running, the shouting, 
don't compromise the long sleeves and don't compromise none of that stuff because that's what that's what separates us that's what makes us look crazy but that's what makes us called come on everything everything you said isaiah was spot on bro let's not let's not compromise our let's not compromise holiness let's not (laughs) compromise how the way we dress the way the things we see we need to be careful and I believe that we have to be a, accountable. We need an accountable partner, an accountable friend that you, you can share that accountability with and be like, yes. hey, man, I messed up. And he's like, hey, get back up. I know, Clint, you're an awesome accountable partner, man. The righteous fall seven times, baby. But hey, they get back up, man. Yes, sir. And somebody to encourage you. The Holy Ghost to encourage you. But man, man, when a brother a brother that's filled with the spirit just speaks a word into your life. It'll definitely lift you up, man. Yes, man, sir. I tell you, the Bible says that a, a brother is born in, in adversity. And sometimes when we go through stuff, we need to be account. We need to have someone to be accountable and whatnot. But I was just spot on, bro. Perfect. That word was for me. And, and I feel convicted, bro. I, I always tell the guys, I'm like, bro, even just by looking at you, bro, I get convicted, bro. I'm like, I need to pray. I need to pray right now. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I, look, I hear Isaiah Torres. Where's my prayer closet? I, I'm not even joking. I heard that podcast Josh Heron said. He said, surround yourself with people that convict you. Bro, I'm so thankful that I met you, bro. Because, man, I tell you, bro, your, your presence literally makes me want to be better i want to be more like you bro so keep up the good work keep man bro keep being humble keep being who you are man god loves you he's using you and i'm excited bro praise god praise god all glory to god man all glory to god we have an iphone um we don't know what your name is bro amen god bless you guys um i mean that that was a word um, I think I actually missed it. I got on like at 7.30, but I think I got on right on time what I needed to hear. Um, you know, many times we can feel, you know, that we're in church, but we don't feel like that fire anymore. We feel like, you know, like we don't feel convicted or, you know, those those things, those, those uh, thoughts, you know, and um, lately the same, you know, I... I went through COVID. I lost my job. Um, it was really a difficult time for me. And, you know, just right now, I'm not, I'm a little more like, I want to do more for God, but then I feel like I'm not doing a lot for God. So, I mean, that message was, was on point and I appreciate it. Praise God, my brother. Couldn't agree more with you, bro. Couldn't agree more with you. We're going to be praying for your situation. We don't know if you got a job yet or not, but man, bro, I want to encourage you tonight, man. God is large and in charge, and he's got you covered, bro. So I want to encourage you on that, my man. Amen, brother. Thank you. I I did get a job. Uh, I did get hired last uh, Friday. Um, You know, it's just now getting back on track and, you know, but I mean, I just want, you know, I mean, just want to be on fire 100% for God, you know, and just watching you guys and, and seeing your guys' you know, listening to your guys' podcast and, you know, um, 
this morning, actually, I, before church, we had a leadership meeting, uh, leadership conference. I actually listened to to the late um, the last podcast you guys made, and it's really encouraging, you know. And I do share with a bunch of a uh, bunch of young people, and you know, so you know, I really appreciate whoever started this. God bless you, and you know, pray God blesses you tremendously. You know, I believe it's Brother Henry, right? Yeah. He started it. Yeah, bro. You know, there's there's not a lot of young people, you know, that that want you know, to, to take the time to, you know, speak to people and all that. And just to see that, you know, the days that we're living in, you know, and there's young people rising up. That's, that's amazing, bro. May God continue to use you. Oh man, to God be the glory, bro. To God be the glory. That, that just lit me up, bro. That encouraged me tenfold, man. And so thankful for that, bro. Thank you for those words. And I receive it. And um, may the Lord bless you, bro. In Jesus' name. Damn. Well, if I could just say something just to kind of wrap things up here. I don't know if anyone else wants to share something. Um, anyone else? I would like to just kind of say one last thing before I wrap this up here. The Bible says in 1 Timothy 4.12, let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. And if there's one thing I got out of this is to be an example as a young man, as a man of valor, as a man of God, as a man that walks by the spirit rather than by the flesh. My prayer tonight is that we can be seen as someone crazy, someone radical, someone on fire. And I pray that we can be an example to the believers, to the church, to the world, to our environment, to the people in our jobs and in our schools and in our homes. And I pray that they can view us as crazy and they can get encouraged as well. So. Without further ado, I just want to obviously give honor to all of y'all. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your effort. I know it's a Saturday. You could be out there with family doing other stuff, but you set the time apart for the Lord. The Bible says that what you what you sow is what what you you'll reap what you sow. So y'all sowed some time today for the Lord. God is going to honor that, and He's going to bless it, and He's going to multiply whatever you, man. I'm going to stop there, bro. But I just want to encourage you. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. I want to thank you. Bro, Bro, I'll start a whole nother preaching, bro. I I need to stop here. There's been one preaching. It's done. Come on, somebody. But obviously, give honor to my brother, Isaiah. Thank you, bro, so, so much. Again, once again, thank you for bringing in Adam. Good to see him. Good to see my my balling brother. Always, always hooping, man. Always, always there. Love you, man. Hope to see you again. I ain't a hooper, brother, but <laughs> I enjoyed being here and I appreciate y'all for having me. Uh, uh, keep on doing what you're doing, brother Henry. Yeah, um, it, it's not uh, it, it's not something to flatter you when people say you're doing a great job because this is a, a very rare thing uh, that's going on and it, there needs to be more Henrys. 
that start little little get togethers like this and, and share word with one another as iron sharpens iron keeps keep sharpening each other and keep uh pressing towards the things of god because man others are aspiring to be football players basketball players uh millionaires but we're looking to please the lord and uh whatever you need brother we're here to back you up god bless come on somebody man Woo! what a word from the lord crazy or called man i could tell you right now i'm glad that i'm called to be separate i'm glad to be called to be set apart i'm just so glad that isaiah was able to share that with us today if that blessed you if that encouraged you why don't you share that with somebody share this episode with somebody else you know uh, with some friends from church from school from work in your house let it be a blessing to them as well um so thankful for isaiah and his ministry you guys don't forget to check out his podcast i'm putting the link in the description below so you guys can check it out once y'all finish listening to this one it's great man he's got some pretty good uh intentional topics and some pretty intentional guest speakers they're really good man love his podcast love his ministry i love this man he's awesome had the privilege of meeting him at texas youth conference uh if you guys don't know at least there was 5,000 people and there was a COVID outbreak so we're praying for people that got the coronavirus praying for healing deliverance restoration praying for each and every single one of you guys we love you man we love you we love y'all may the lord bless y'all and keep y'all and his face shine upon y'all may his face shine upon y'all in jesus name love you guys Ciao.